Hey you cucks, before we begin the episode, um, I just wanted to uh, give you a brief message. Um, last week's episode had to be cut short because I literally have no time to just sit and talk. So um, I had to cut it short, but I didn't want to not throw it in there because I, talk I talked a lot about what um, what was going on with me recently. So um, uh, the first part of the episode is going to be... Um, me talking last week and making some UFC predictions, and um, you get to see in real time whether I was full of shit or not. So, enjoy the episode. Curtain comes down, people lean over their seat, and we get started. Intro, baby! Cue it! What is happening, guys? It is a new episode, a new day. Friday, Friday what, the 23rd, 24th, Friday the 24th, what is happening everyone, it's a new episode, an episode of the podcast, and yeah, we're back, I um, uh, I don't know if y'all saw, but I recently just launched the official, I don't know if I would say, I don't know what an official launching of a business looks like, but I would imagine this would be it. I, uh, I recently uh, offered my services to the public, so that's what I'm doing now. Um, the name of the company or business is called uh, Jazz Media, and um, I realized that uh, I really fell in love with uh, videography and photography while um, shooting content for you guys for uh, jujitsu and um jiu-jitsu purposes and um i was like man this is uh this is really fun i feel like this is a this is something i could go really far with because um it allows me to uh express myself and uh show off all of my creativity so i uh i was in school for nursing and then that didn't work out so i was like hmm what am i going to do now i was like I could keep pursuing jiu-jitsu like I am and um, try and find some sort of other avenue. And um, I didn't even realize it, but I was already pursuing another another dream of mine, which was entertain people. And how do I entertain people? Well, I was entertaining people through jiu-jitsu, and now I'll be entertaining people through digital media. So the business is called uh, Jazz Media. I um I've already shot a few things for a few companies and a few small uh businesses in my uh local area and uh I've even uh shot for one of my uh one of my good friends uh Slick James aka Dawson Ellington. He um he's a rapper out of uh Reedsville, North Carolina. So I, I shot a uh, video with him a couple weeks back, and uh, he dropped a new song today. It's called uh, Sundrop. Uh, be sure to go check that out. 
And uh, yeah, I'll be um, putting out that video of uh, a little snippet of what uh, what we got. And uh, the song's amazing. The song is crazy catchy. It's super catchy. Uh, yeah, I recommend y'all check it out and uh, check out the video. Um, you can check out the business, Jazz Media, on everything. And just like the Jiu-Jitsu page, it's literally on everything. So wherever you uh, scroll or watch things, that's where you can check it out. But yeah, I um, I knew I wanted to do something with uh, videography and photography, and uh, I've really fallen in love with uh, videography lately. I want to get more into uh, I want to get more into uh, pictures and uh, really manipulating pictures with uh, Photoshop. Um, not that I'm an expert in Lightroom, which is what I'm talking about for y'all that don't know is um, Adobe programs, which um, creatives use to uh, edit their pictures. And uh, Lightroom and Photoshop is, is uh, are each Adobe apps that you can use. And um, I've become pretty comfortable with Lightroom. And um, uh, I can't remember who it was that I heard say this, but they said Lightroom is a app for oh, I want this picture to look prettier, so I'm going to make it prettier. And Photoshop is for, I want to take your face and put it on his face. So, to put it into perspective, that's essentially what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to remove faces and put them on other faces. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm trying to uh, learn how to use Photoshop to make things look crazy good. Like, scenery... Um, uh, portrait photos, so uh, I'm getting into a lot of things, um, so that's why I haven't been on the podcast, I, uh, I've been super busy with uh, making videos and uh, learning how to use uh, photo uh, programs, so it's been, uh, it's been pretty time consuming, I, uh, I've been learning all sorts of new things to speed up the process and be more efficient, so I'll be sure to uh, keep you guys uh, posted on that. But the reason I'm back on today is because we have a big weekend ahead of us. A huge weekend. lot of combat sports going on this weekend. I know I had to get back on uh, this week because how could I go and not cover what's going to happen this weekend? First thing that I saw was, I don't know why they announced shit like this. Like, I who... Like, why this even matters? I mean, of course it matters. I mean, it's a big UFC card, but they literally put out a story. Joe Rogan is out of UFC 266. Like, they put it out as if, like, the main event is off. Like, it's, he's out. He's out. It's not happening. Like, and I mean, it's to be expected. This is around the time, this is hunting season, and uh, Joe Rogan's going hunting. So, I feel you, bro. I'm hoping I can uh, get to hunting myself this year. It would be the first year I've ever been hunting, so... I hope I can go uh, with a couple friends uh, this year. But a big card, big, big card. Um, Let's get into the breakdown. Oh, dude, that's hilarious. Oh, my gosh, bro, that's hilarious. Okay, so just breaking news. John Jones has been arrested yet again. Anybody shocked? Um, But it's funny, I saw that because... Um, 
they had just inducted him into the Hall of Fame. And it says, uh, UFC had posted, forever etched into the history books. Welcome to the UFC Hall of Fame class of 2020. Dustin Poirier got inducted. John Jones. Who else? And GSP. Wow. Pretty wild. He must have been he must have been partying for uh for the Hall of Fame induction and went a little wild because uh, he uh he was assaulted uh, he was charged with misdemeanor aggravated battery is that what it says misdemeanor battery something like that let me see here John Jones. Misdemeanor domestic violence charges. Ooh. That doesn't look good. Let's see here. Let's see what happened. Sources tell they received a call from Caesar's Palace around 5.45 a.m. Cops responded to the hotel and they made contact with the UFC Superstore. He was arrested for misdemeanor, domestic violence, and injuring or tampering with a vehicle or fe- uh, felony. Damn, son. He doesn't have good luck around cars, man. He should really have a chauffeur. Not a good look. But... Anyways, into this weekend's fights. Everybody's weighed in. Everybody's made the weight. It is fantastic. And we're good to go. I know it'd been a couple weeks since uh, there was an event. So I'm glad uh, there's an event to watch this weekend. Because there hadn't been... If there have been events, they weren't like, you know, big events. Let's see here. Let's start from bottom to top. God, I thought that they have like the calendar pulled up and I thought that was the whole lineup. I was like, Jesus. I saw uh, freaking Cher versus John Blokovich and I was like, wait, that's in the like lower prelims? Like, damn, son. All right, so let's see here. At the bottom, we got... Jessica Andrade versus Cynthia Calvillo. I think I've already broke this card down. I can't remember if I did, but we'll highlight them. Of course, I got Andrade. Curtis Blades, Rosenstruck. I'm going to go Rosenstruck. And the three best fights of probably this year, Nick Diaz, Robbie Lawler. You know, I got, oh my gosh, Robbie's a favorite. <gasps> Holy shit, son. I could see that. You know, Robbie Lawler's made a resurgence, man. And Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz, man. I'm not going to lie, man. It's tough to make that call because he does not look good going into the going into the fight. You know, he's usually pretty uh, shredded for uh, for fights. And he's usually... He's usually uh, pretty trim and cut for his fights. And he's not looking... 
He's not looking so shredded this uh, this fight. He looked a little a little bulky, but you know, you can never count Nick Diaz out. I'm gonna go with Nick. Then obviously second fight, uh, Valentina Shevchenko versus Lauren Murphy. I didn't know that Lauren Murphy was part of the Henzo Gracie team, so maybe she can get him some jiu-jitsu. You never know, but she's Valentina's a minus one thousand. 250. And then Alexander Volkanovsky versus Brian Ortega. I didn't realize how how much taller Brian was than Alexander. So, I don't know if he can, uh, I don't know if Alexander can close the distance with uh, Brian. I mean, Brian's worked on his, worked on his boxing lately and it's been looking, it's been looking sick, especially when it went against the Korean Zombie, so. I don't know. I don't know how that fight's going to go. I want Ortega to win, but if you look at it on paper, Volkanovski's Volkanovski is the is the favorite, you know, on paper, but you never know, bro. And um in other combat news, um Manny Pacquiao has uh decided to retire. I really wish he would have retired much sooner. He um he never he hasn't really shown any signs of like you know, like you see most of these guys at the end of their career, they're, you know, slurring their words, barely getting around, you know. He um he actually looks pretty good for um for as many fights as he's had and his age, like he actually looks pretty good. Like he was still competing with the top level guys, but I think it was time, you know. I think it's time. And another big combat news. Freaking big Boog Jiu-Jitsu card on this weekend. Let me see here. We got a heavyweight tournament. You got Orlando Sanchez, Kanan Duarte, Mason Fowler. Oh, what's his name? I think his name's Hasim. Rita. Kyle Bame. Dude, a stacked tournament. Yeah, Hasim Rita, Tex Johnson, Tim Spriggs. Dude, I always think Tim Spriggs is much smaller than what he is. Like, I always think Spriggs is, like, my size. But he's a big boy. I mean, he's six foot. Damn, son. But, yeah, he, like, like I don't know why I always thought that. Like, Tim Spriggs, like, I guess compared... Compared to the guys I've seen him go against, like he uh, he looks much smaller. Like he looks like freaking my weight. And then you got Giancarlo Badino. I've heard uh, uh, Gordon talked a lot about him. He uh, he said he uh, he's just barely away from uh, from breaking into that next level. So obviously he's the underdog in this card. So. Um, who do I got, man? I'll be honest with you. Kynan, man. Kynan's just one of those guys. He can... He's a winner. Might not bring... Uh, I shouldn't even say that. I mean, he's not super technical. But at the same time, he knows how to win. He's like Hulk. Lucas Hulk Barboza. Um... You're never going to see them go into any slick transitions or things like that. They can just, they're like powerhouses. They can just power through you. 
And uh, Kynan, man, he just knows how to win, man. There's some guys that um, just know how to win, and I think Kynan's going to take it. Let's see what other... Uh, let's see what other... What other bracket there is, because I think there's a middleweight and a... Uh, and a featherweight one. Let's see. <laughs> Is there a women's two? Damn, son. I know it's a two-day event, so it might be a women's two. Let's see. Come on, Flo. Flo does not make things easy to navigate to. Like, I was watching one of their YouTube videos today, and, like, I'm like, oh, I wonder when this event is. Of course, don't have the link in the YouTube page. What are you doing, Flo? Are you trying to get subs, or are you not trying to get subs, bro? Come on. Like, I want to watch the event, but be a little more informative. Like right now, I can't even find the brackets. Oh, so many posts. Huh? Just have the freaking brackets up. Too many stories. Come on, bro. Oh. So flooded with so many things. I'm just going to look it up. Let's see. And another news while you wait. A word from our sponsors. No, I'm kidding. Um Let's see. Articles Guys, if, Flo, if you're listening, you need to get better about your page and the navigation. All right, so I found the women's, the 115 bracket. Um, see, a lot of ladies on here. Who do I got? I remember breaking this down a while back. Who did I say? I can't remember. It's going to come, I can tell you right now, it's going to come between Grace Grundum and Jessica. I think Jessica takes it. I think she'll take the the whole shit. The whole shebang. Okay. Dude, so many people pulled out of this 155 bracket. We're left with Mikey Misamechi, Joshua Cisneros, Cade Rotolo, Gabriel Souza. Gio Martinez, Diego Oliveira, D- Damian Mart, Damian Anderson, Colabate. Bruh, stacks on stacked. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. I want Damian Anderson to win, but I feel like Cade's gonna take it. Which I'm not upset. I love Cade. Motherfucker goes out and gets it. Now, if I could only find this freaking 
Metal weight. Okay, there we go. Roberto Jimenez, Ty Rotolo, Mikael Galvao, Dante Leon, Pedro Marino, and Oliver Taza both pulled out. Two big draws in that freaking, what you call it, bracket. John Blank, William Tackett, Johnny Tama, Jacob Couch. Jacob Couch come in as super underdog, man. He's a very last-minute uh replacement, but do not count him out, bro. Do not count him out. Who do I think is going to take it? Dude, you can't count the Rotolos out, bro. Especially Ty. Ty's the... He's like the meows. Paulo, everybody knows. Don't fuck with Paulo. You know, Joao, he's more of a... not saying Joao's not a beast, but... You know, Paulo is the enforcer. He's the one you call in when you want shit handled. So... I think that's what Ty is to um, Cade. So, big brother vibes, man. But yeah, man. What um, what else is going on? It's a huge, man. Huge, huge jiu-jitsu card. I hate that. I mean, I don't hate. It's a good problem to have. Um, When there's big cards on, it's always... Excuse me. When there's big cards on, it's always... Um, but like I was saying, I hate that, um, big cards are always on in the same weekend. Like at the same time that there's a big UFC card, there's a big jujitsu card, like jujitsu guys or flow grappling. Are y'all setting it up this way? Because I only have so many eyes. I can't be watching all, all these things at the same time. But yeah. It, um, and also to throw on top of that, uh, we're going to go see, uh, Theo Vaughn in, uh, Durham. He'll be, uh, he'll be coming out to Durham. So, um, that'll be a great show. I cannot wait for that. And, um, I'll let you guys know how it goes. And, um, I bet you it'll be a great show. We're going to the nine o'clock show. So, um, but yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be a great show. Well, guys, um, we're going to wrap it up short today. Um, just cause your boy's busy, man. Your boy's trying to start up the biggest media company in the f, f in the world, man. We're trying to take over Nike, Adidas. Hit me up, bro. I'm trying to work for y'all. No, I'm kidding, but not. <laughs> but yeah, man. We're trying to build. Uh, I'm trying to build an empire. So it's a 24/7 job, and um. Like I said, y'all uh, be on the lookout for um, all the new content I put out. I um, fucked my back up this week, um, so I haven't been doing any jiu-jitsu training. And um, I look forward to getting back to it maybe by the middle of the week next week. If I can get my back figured out. But, but yeah, man. Um, back not doing so great. But at least... I have something to do while my back is out. I swear, I'm like 70 years old. But I appreciate y'all for listening. It's a uh, super short episode today, and um, I apologize, but I'll be uh, I'll be sure to get back on next week, and uh, we'll keep it rolling. You know what I'm saying? What is happening, everyone? This is episode 22 and a half of the Jazz Jitsu podcast. Um, like I mentioned. 
uh, we had to do a weird little uh, weird little thing in that we mixed up the episodes. So, um, yeah. So, what is happening, guys? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I had no desire to do this. I did not want to get back on here. Um, I don't know why. I think it's... I'm in a place right now where I'm a little burnout, but I'm trying to figure out that balance. Like, I'm not so burnout that I just want to quit everything and just, like, when I feel burnout, I just want to, like, if there's things sitting on the table which consume my time, I just want to go clear the table and just be like, I just need to, like, think because I have so much shit on my fucking table right now that I just, I can't even think. But I'm figuring it out, my babies. We're um we're playing a little game of teeter totter here. Was is that what it was called back in the day? You know when you would sit on the it, it was a seesaw seesaw. You one person would sit and then the other person would sit and then you'd go back and forth. Yeah. But it's been good, man. Let me get this out of the way so y'all can see my handsome face. But um, it's been good. If it looks like I'm slouched down, it's because I am. Um, because, like I mentioned in the last episode, your boy's back is killing him. Don't know what it is. Probably from just getting my neck yanked on by, uh, multiple people, uh, in jiu-jitsu training. But, I'm having to sit with a pillow under my back. Because, your boy needs some back support. And, um, I'm just trying to, uh, stay injury-free. Even though I'm with an injury right now, but... Trying to prevent any further injury. And, um, yeah, it's been going pretty well. Um, I got back to, uh, training, was it Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah. It was two days ago. This Thursday. Um, I got back to training, uh, Tuesday. I was able to do two back-to-back classes. Um, of course, rolling. It was no, like, intense rounds or anything. It was just moving around. And, um, I felt pretty good. Go figure, my back doesn't lock up on me when I'm going live. My back locks up on me when I'm doing dumb things, like just bent over or when I'm just bent over washing dishes. And I'm like, that's when it decides it wants to lock up on me. So any of my doctor or medical healthcare friends out there that know what uh what could be causing it, let me know. Because I got to get to to the bottom of this. I uh, I have a doctor's appointment. Um, I think next week. So um, hopefully I'll get some answers. And um, and yeah, um, I want to get into the uh, UFC fight that happened this past weekend. Um, I should say now looking back on it, might have been two weeks ago. Um, but I don't know how I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to change the format of how I do the podcast, because, I, like I mentioned, I have no time to just sit and talk, I'm so busy, um, I'm working a full-time job, and I'm training, and I'm uh, trying to start up a business to eventually overtake my full-time job, so, got a lot on my plate, baby, a lot on my plate, um, I may do it while I'm driving home, I know some people have done that, and uh, we'll see, it's Let's see here. Doo, doo, doo. Your boy, your boy felt brave today. He went headphoneless. He's feeling brave. Let's see. 
It's a big card. Big card. Volkanovski and Brian Ortega, man. Brian Ortega, man, he's always just one fight away from just becoming the champ. He's always just barely there, man. Barely there. He just needs, I think, uh, he just needs more fights, man. He needs more experience from uh, listening to him talk about his um, UFC come up. It seems like it was very rushed. I mean, purely by his choice, no one made him uh, climb the rankings so fast and be so fucking slick with the guillotines and the triangles, but... It was, he, he was very marketable and fought like hell, man. So it was, he was jumped up the, uh, up the line very quickly. And, um, I think that, uh, that, uh, that harmed him in a way because, um, once he got to these top level fights, he didn't have the experience to win these fights. And I think really that's the only thing holding Brian Ortega back. Before it was a stand up, he was more of just, Chuck Liddell style, come forward and hit you with some shots, and then he'll take some right back, and then hit you with some shots. But now he can move. He's got footwork. He's got uh, hands, man. And it's, I'm telling you, Brian Ortega came closer to beating Alexander Volkanovsky than Max Holloway did. And I know a lot of people are gonna say, no, that's bullcrap. But you know, Max beat Brian, and arguably uh, Max beat uh, Alex. Did he leave Alex in the shape that Max left him in? You tell me, bro. Because when I look at the two at the two fights Holloway had with him and the one fight Brian had with Alex, Alex came out much more damaged in that uh, Brian Ortega fight than he and then he did in the Max Holloway fight. Just saying, and uh, Ortega came way closer to beating him than Max did. Caught him in two submissions, which, Brian, come on, buddy. Your name's T-City. I need you to finish that triangle. But besides that, a little triggered when he couldn't finish that triangle. Literally was screaming at the TV when when that triangle was set up. I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. His name is literally T-City. This is like fatality, man. This is like when Scorpion throws out the spear. Like This is it. Game over, man. And then he doesn't get it. I'm like, bruh, what are you doing? Why? And um, and then I realized, oh, who does Alex have in his corner? Oh, none other than the second best grappler in the world, Craig Jones. So I'm like, okay, but you can't can't be too mad about it if you got Craig Jones in the corner. I mean, jiu-jitsu royalty there, so you can't be too upset about it, you know? But, um... That was a great fight, man. Um, I think, Brian, you just give him some more top five guys and let him get some experience, more experience. Dude, he will be champ. He'll be champ. I have no doubt. He's got every single tool. And he's only getting better. He's only getting better. You, Every fight he comes into uh, after the Max fight, you never knew what he was going to do. You, know, you didn't know if he was going to take you down and submit you or if he was going to light you up with them hands, man. And he just looks like a killer lately. Valentina Shevchenko, no surprise there. Um, they're talking about maybe her and Mackenzie Dern fighting. Wouldn't be mad at that. Two dime pieces just beating the crap out of each other. But I think Valentina would still take it. And um, the third fight, Nick Diaz, man. Nick Diaz. Um, what What is there to be said about Nick Diaz, man? 
you know, I was a little worried for him going into this fight, but when I really threw in the towel was when I saw him, saw him weigh in. When they changed, they literally changed the weight that they were fighting at to cater to Nick Diaz. Like, that should tell you how much of a pull Nick Diaz has as far as uh, fame goes. But also, I'm like, guys, would we make the same exemption for other fighters? I mean, it should really tell you that Nick was really the main event. And, um, I don't know, man. I just didn't, when I saw him weigh in and I was like, really, dude, you're 15 pounds overweight. You're talking about, you know, he's like the boy cried wolf because we always hear him talk, talk about how, you know, I don't really want to fight anymore. I mean, I hate this. This is stupid. I don't want to fight. We're like, okay, that's just Nick Diaz. You know, that's how he is. You know, he's the one person who can take a spotlight completely away from him. And the spotlight goes, no, baby, we're putting it on you. We're going to watch you, regardless of whether you like it or not. Like, people fell in love with his uh, authentic self, with him being so authentic that, you know, you couldn't help but watch him. You know, even if you hated him, you wanted to watch him whether it was to get his ass beat or not. And um, it just, it didn't, I mean, he came out with that spinning wheel kick. I was like, whoa, he going to do it. He's going to do it. Okay, he's coming out guns blazing. And um, he looked good. I mean, he didn't look bad. I mean, he'd been going, what, five, six years? I mean, he didn't look awful. But I don't know what's next for him, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He said uh, he wanted to fight uh, Kamaru. He said that should have been the fight he had. And I was like, son, I think I think he said that probably because then if he lost to Kamaru, then he could he would still have other fights set up. Because if he lost to Kamaru, he'd be like, oh, well, that's the champion. Nick has been going for a while. Then there's a lot of excuses. And, and I'm also like, Nick, I get it. It's a money grab. But also... How long has it been since you fought? Okay. And uh, Curtis Blades and Rosenstruck. That was a decision. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I was in the middle of the Thea Vaughn show when uh, the main card was going on. So I didn't get to catch uh, the beginning two fights. But I knew as soon as Nick Diaz come on, I was like, all right, I got to see what's happening. I got to see what's happening. And... Um, and yeah, it was a uh, it was a great card. Um, the Thea Vaughn show was great too. Um, it was great. I recommend anyone go watch them. Um, a few too many drug stories for me, you know. I'm like, you know, uh, some comedians do this that have had like troubled past. Like they like to talk about, you know, I was so high, man, and I was doing this when I was on coke or when I was on meth. I mean, I don't know how many comedians are on meth, but. Oh, I was doing this and I was doing cocaine. And I'm like, uh-huh, okay, that's funny, but I can't relate to it. I'm like, okay, cool. You got anything else? Like well, like Jerry Seinfeld, like some, what's the deal with these groceries or something? I don't know. Something that can relate more to normal people, I guess. And it was great. I mean, it was great overall. Um uh, we even got to meet him. He, uh, took a quick selfie with us, or, uh, we took a quick selfie with him. You know, I like to think he met us, but, but yeah, man, he was a real cool guy. Um, 
real nice. Um, took time to shake everyone's uh, hand. Took time to uh, took time to uh, take a picture with everyone. So um, a real cool dude, man. And um, I love his podcast. Uh, like Theo's the kind of person that, like, he to me he's funnier when he's not even trying. Like when he's on. And I think that's my problem with most comedians. Like, I've seen uh, Andrew Schultz, Chris D'Elia. You know, Chris is a monster. I think he's funny regardless. But um, some of these comedians, like, they're funnier when they're not, when they're just saying normal conversation. Like, like I think it was one time Theo had said, you know, imagine, imagine if our tongues were flavored. Could you imagine, like, you're just sitting there going, and they ask you, "What? What? You, what are you doing, man?" Oh, you know, I got this barbecue flavored tongue. You know, just having a little taste of myself. And like, that's the kind of shit I look. I look back on like five minutes later. I'm like, "Okay, that was pretty funny. Okay, that was pretty funny." But there's one of those guys, and I think a lot of comedians are like that. And then when the spotlight's on them, yeah. But and this is just my opinion. Uh, they're funny, but it almost seems. I mean, which is that's what it is—a show. But it seems put on. And I'm like, dude, you're so funny when you're not even trying. Like, for me, I'm like, because I, I listen to a lot of podcasts with comedians, and I know, like, what what they're trying to do. Like, it's like a magician. Like, if you if you don't know the trick, then you're like, oh, my gosh, he made it disappear. But when they're telling you, so here's what I do. I stand like this so that you think this. Or this is how I set up this joke. And I'm like, okay, all right. I, I'm starting to see a little bit through it. So, um, so yeah, and, um, he was a great guy, man, and, um, I don't know if there's any more shows coming up, though. There's not a lot of comedians I'd go see live. Same thing with artists. Like, there's very few artists I'll go see live, and, um, it has to, it has to take a lot for me. You have to be really good for me to get out of the house. Otherwise, I, I would just be like, eh, I can Google that shit, or I can just watch it on TV, like, it'd be just as good, um, let alone standing three hours waiting for a C-list rapper, but we won't talk about that, but yeah, man, um, business-wise, um, business has been going great, um, I've been growing, uh, a big audience, and, um, getting more and more clients per day, so, um, Hit your boy up while you still can, baby. And um, I've gotten a few photo shoots lined up. Uh, I'm doing fall portraits for um, for uh, families and uh, couples, and um, that's something I'm really uh, I'm really trying to get into is um, portrait shooting and uh, just getting comfortable with Photoshop, um, Adobe Photoshop. For those of you that don't know, and um, your boy's sick with the videos. I mean, you've seen them. I mean, bangers, baby. I mean, nothing but bangers. I mean, I've already got Drake on the line, Kanye. I'm like, guys, guys, chill out. Chill out, bro. Stop. I'm neutral. But I, uh, I'm i sick with the videos. Uh, uh, I really like doing videos, and that I feel like that's where um, I can do a lot with my creativity. But with photos, I've found was a new challenge. Um, photos is something that I didn't really enjoy at first, but now that it's become like a challenge for me almost, and um, 
and that it's also like something that like I'm like I need to get better at it if I want to get if it's like it's like the, what they used to say in jiu-jitsu is if you want to be good at no gi you have to do the gi if you have to, if you want to be good at gi you have to do no gi like they they mesh together so if you if you want to be good at one you got to be uh good at the other or if you want to grow a business you have to be able to provide more than just video and you know that's not that's not always true you know there's niche markets but um being good at both is never a bad thing you know um not everyone's going to want a video. Some people are going to want pictures or most people are not or some people are not going to want pictures. They're going to want a video. You never know. The more skills you get, the more your uh clients you'll be able to get. So um so that's the way I've looked at it and um I love how uh some uh creators on uh Instagram and uh TikTok uh put out their content. So um I started putting out content on there and um really um not copying uh what uh photographers and videographers are doing right now but i'm trying to emulate it not totally copy it but set up a website and a social media presence that will gain a lot of uh attraction like theirs and um you got to stay you got to keep up with the trends man if you uh if you want to grow um, your audience or business, you uh, you got to keep up with the trends, and that's what I'm trying to do right now. And um, it's going pretty well. Um, I'm shooting for a, uh, a local artist um, this Saturday, actually, at a uh, brewery that I shoot at called uh, Reynolds Brewery. And um, I've updated the website. I've, uh, I've uh, uh, taken over their social media, and um, I control that, so... Um, anything that you see from them is come straight from has come from me and uh, they've uh, they've been really cool and uh, letting me um, just create anything I want from uh, their business as far as videos and pictures go so um, I really appreciate them and um, I want to give a, give them a shout out because uh, they've uh, they've really done a lot for me as far as uh, as far as letting me uh, shoot uh, shoot things for them, and uh, you know, they really gave me uh, uh, creative control over everything. They just said, "Look, um, whatever you think is best, go for it, and just put it out. We uh, we just want something that looks good, and um, we'll bring people in the door." So I said, "Say no less. I got you. Say less." And um, and yeah, um, let's see what else is going on, man. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna be dropping a video about this. Um, if y'all if y'all are on TikTok, y'all ought to go follow my uh, my new page. It's called uh, underscore Jazz Media. I had to put the underscore because there was already another Jazz Media. Blech. His his Jazz Media is not oh, their Jazz Media is not as cool as mine. <clears throat> but um, I got this new gimbal. It's the DJI RSC2. If you look it up, man, it is a monster of a gimbal, and shoo, the amount of the the amount of videos I'm going to be able to make with that thing, and the quality of the videos are going to be nuts, man. I'm telling you, it's they're going to look crazy, and um, I can't wait for y'all to see it, man. They're going to look so good. I just can't wait. Um, I'm already trying to get a new camera because um, I need to get used to. Uh, recording in uh, 4k 
and uh, also uh, getting uh, getting higher resolution on uh, pictures because right now my camera's doing good, but um, it could be way better, and especially with how um, how social media crops down uh, on the resolution on your pictures, it's it's insane. So, like my picture could look good on the computer or uh, or on a phone or on a on a camera, but uh, once you put it into social media, you'd be surprised how much uh, it crops down on it and um, makes it look shitty. So you got to make up for it by getting something nicer. But um, that's how they get you, man. I'll tell you, anyone who is ever a client of mine, or I don't know if you uh, photographers or videographers are listening to this, but the one thing that pisses me off, and I'm going to make it a priority to tell people, the one thing that pisses me off that people do, if if your photographer or videographer friend ever gets a picture or video of you, do not either send it in a text message and then post it, or screenshot the picture and then post it. Because I can't tell you how many times I've seen, and I've had this happen to me because I took uh, some pictures for some people, um at a charity event and they screenshot the pictures instead of downloading the pictures it was on a google drive and it was like all you had to do was just click the three dots and download instead they went through each one screenshot individually screenshot individually i'm like what are you doing you just it's like you just you had a cheeseburger and you went let me take off the meat, let me take off the lettuce, let me take off the ketchup, and let me leave you with this tomato nastiness. I'm like, what are you doing? So, any uh, any uh, future clients, or if you're getting pictures or videos done by anyone, download the file how they um, upload it. If they upload it to a website, download it from the website. Don't download it from someone's text message or, you know, messenger or whatever. Download it from their website because it makes their photos look shitty. And then what does that do when other people see it? They're like, oh, God, that's the pictures? I mean, why do they look so fuzzy? And then you get, then all the work, hours and hours of editing, gone. Blood pressure rising. Oh. My blood pressure to the moon. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, there goes my rant. My rant about, uh, I'm sure, uh, other people have experienced this. But, um, dude, how about crypto right now? Your boy's got a little money in crypto. Not gonna lie. Sold it, um, a little bit before it, uh, skyrocketed. And then I ball back in, and now we're going to the moon. Cue Kanye. Cue to the moon. Damn, dude, that sounded nice. A little acapella for you. You didn't know you was getting a concert today. Got more than just a podcast. Freaking concert, baby. But um, we're going to the moon, baby. Bezos, I'll be waving at you like this. Me and Kanye will be... We're going to the moon, man. 
I'm trying to um, look into NFTs and um, not not because I think there's any longevity or anything in it. You know, people can speculate all they want, but I believe in whatever's trendy is what people are going to eat up. That's essentially what the fashion industry is. And the biggest, the person who's shown this time and time again is Mr. Yeezus himself. Nobody wanted uh, Yeezys until, uh, I mean, Kanye made them, but nobody would want Yeezys if they weren't Yeezys. If they were just some shoe at Walmart, the exact same shoe, the exact same pair of shoe, nobody would want them if Kanye didn't promote them and celebrities didn't get behind it and go, damn, this is pretty cool. I think I want to wear this. It's the same thing with NFTs. All it is is like fashion. And... It becomes trendy, and then what happens? People buy the shit up, and I'm telling you, anyone, uh, I don't know if I can get sued for this, but this is not legal advice or anything, but I'm just saying, looking at NFTs, I mean, I'm just saying, at least, you know, they're super cheap right now, they're like, what, you can get some for like 20 bucks, a picture of a little whale, eh, why not, but um, crypto right now, man, it's taking off taking off so bye next episode will be on the moon baby so so yeah man um so not much going on man not much going on just the same old same old you know keep uh keep keeping on you know keep on keeping on that's what the saying is and um and yeah I think that's, uh, we're going to wrap the episode up in that, man. Put a nice little bow on it. Put a nice little, uh, little bow on it. So, um, I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, uh, do a weekly episode. Um, just know that I'll get to you. Man, that, God, that sounds so awful. That sounds, eh, sick. I was going to say, I'll get to you when I get to you. But that's so cucky. So, I'm not going to get to you when I get to you. I'm going to get to you as soon as possible. As soon as possible. That's better. That sounds more caring. More genuine. But, um, I appreciate you guys for listening. This is, Jazz- this is the Jazz Jitsu Podcast. This one, this podcast, this one is the Jazz Jitsu Podcast. And I appreciate y'all for listening. Peace. news for you.